The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Top of the morning to all at the bottom of the hour. R&R in the morning, 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Rudy J. James Pledger. But right now, joined by Clarence Hill Jr. Covers the Cowboys via the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. He is a great follow on Twitter because it's not just Cowboys. It's pretty much everything under the sun. Clarence, how you doing this fine Tuesday morning, sir? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not doing well. I'm hurting, man. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. I'm, you know, I'm down in New Orleans, man. I had to suffer through that thing last night. I'm hurting. Now, are you hurting because of the game or because you had a good time after the game? <laughs> no, I didn't. You know what? I, I, you know, I, it was a, I, I flew down yesterday. Okay. And uh, so it was just a whirlwind. So just more of a, a, a body drain than 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 an alcohol drain. I oh, didn't, I, I didn't really, I, I didn't go back to Bourbon Street after the game. <laughs> How about that? Hey, you. But I mean, being honest, Clarence, you didn't you didn't think they were with that secondary. You've seen all year long. You know the horns better than anybody. You cover them. You go to a lot of games. You didn't think that secondary is going to be able to contain Penix, did you? You know, I, I look at it different. I, I you know I believe in rushing cover. And the secondary had no chance because Texas had no pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Penix stayed. Gotcha. I mean, you know, you can talk about the secondary. Yes, you know, Watts had his struggles and they they had some guys open, but Penix was just picking his guys and, and accurate as hell. They never got him off his mark. There was no rush, you know. And and that's one of the big things I look forward to next year is that. And I've said that all year. You know, they have no rush ends. You know they have to, you know, just sweat. And those guys are great in the middle, and they're great stopping the run. But they have no right. rush guys, and they're getting the number one kid out of Duncanville, who, who's who's a perfect rush mm. end coming in next year, uh, which, which is going to be a Colin Simmons. You know, just you know, look him up. He's five star kid, rush in. That's that's what they need. That's what they that's what they have coming next year. But that was to me a bigger deal. And 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 I I know that Penix had a great day, you know. But giving back those two fumbles, you know, I, I think Texas, mm-hmm. I think Texas lost the game on offense. You know, I, I felt that way. That you know, the weak link for Washington was that secondary, and and, and it should have been them. You don't get the ball to to Worthy until the fourth quarter. You don't get the ball to Mitchell to the fourth quarter. You have those two fumbles, and then at the end of the game, after everything that happened, the fumbles and Pennis going off, you got a first down at the thirteen or twelve yard line. It was, it was all right there for the taking. It was all right there for the taking. On that fourth down play, first of all, Sark, he was not in his bag at all on the play calls. I and, agree. And, you know, nothing to the tight end there. You, you just offensive guru. There's nothing in the bag there. And on that fourth down play, the receiver was open. I mean, it was a horrible pass. You know, he throws it low and just right at his body. It's a touchdown. He threw it high. You know, it, he had no chance. But look at the play again, that final play. You know, the guy was playing deep in the end zone. He crossed the, you know, Mitchell crossed the end zone with nobody on him. You know, when he goes back, he just throws the ball right on him on his chest. That's a touchdown. Well said. I agree with that all the whole take. Clarence, we've been debating this all morning too, as it pertains to the Texas game. Was it a great season for Texas? 
Yeah, of course. Why would it not be a great season? I mean, right? From, from, I mean, you have to put it in perspective of where they came from and where they were after the Mac Brown years, the Charlie Strong years, and Tom Herman years, and, and you know, even the first couple of years on the Sark to to do what they did and get to the CLP. It was a great season. Yeah, you 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 left some meat on the bone. You feel because there was a, you know, you certainly shouldn't have lost Oklahoma and and you had a chance last night, but. You know, from where they were, and then you're talking about a program on the rise going to SEC with with a quarterback coming back and, and the recruiting class that they have. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's just an example of a program on the rise. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Joined by Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram. Clarence, let's get to Saturday night. As always, you were there. Um, and if you're, unless you've been under a rock, you, you know what happened. Are we making too much of officiating this year? I mean, again, they, I mean, they, guys miss calls, guys fumble, guys throw interceptions. Are we making too much of officiating in the NFL this season? I mean, it's on national TV and you can see it. That's the problem. It's one reason why you have to go to replay because if 20, if 100 guys, drunk guys at a bar can see something wrong, <laughs> you NFL have to correct it. And, and the whole world is watching things go wrong. You know, it's hard to, you got to replay. Everybody's got all these angles and, to sit up and say you make it too much of my problem is when a crew is bad, say they're bad. Why why put a bad crew, a crew that's been you know bad all season on an important game like that? You know, that, that crew has been bad and mm-hmm. they had mistakes and been graded down and been called out. You know, why not put that on a one o'clock game? Why put them on a primetime game with so much on the line? You know, I agree with that now. I know you 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 gave some clarity on Twitter as far as like actually what the league is saying. So the league is saying like, look, while they were trying to confuse Dallas, they ended up confusing the refs. But does that excuse them getting it totally wrong? No, it doesn't. But it also doesn't excuse them for getting the, the tripping wrong. I mean, if you're going, I mean, we're, we're, we're going we're, back we're, to the, why do y'all keep doing? Why does why does Cowboy fan keep of, doing that, Clarence? It's, it's not a Cowboy Nation. It's if we're going to talk about the the, the incompetent player officials, let's talk about the incompetent player officials. Okay, and the, and the officials were incompetent before that last play. <laughs> that's fair. Look, okay. that, but that's so bang it, bang it, though. But even in the in that game, that that was what? That was bang bang. You can't. That's that a lot of bang, legs. Bang. First of all, now, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. A lot of legs. So, a lot of so legs. Guess. So, so you're saying a lot of legs. We're going to guess whose leg it was? Was it no different than what they did at the end? They're guessing, you know, who, who, I mean, the bottom line is, yes, I, I think that, why are you sending three linemen at the official? To keep the Cowboys from knowing who's the eligible receiver. They but announce they it. To, they, they have to announce it. You can't keep oh, the, the Cowboys from knowing that. They announce it on a loudspeaker. They announce it to the nation. Mm-hmm. They announce it to the whole stadium. <laughs> but are the, the players really paying attention to the over? Are the players paying attention to that? Yes, the okay. Cowboys talked about that. Yes, they, they, they decide who they can cover based on who's eligible. That's so, why they announce it. So question then, if once the wrong player is announced... Should the Lions have taken a timeout or or done something and and known that the wrong player was announced? That's fair. That's the, problem fair. Is, the problem is the Lions didn't have any more timeouts. Uh-huh. Okay, but there was a lot of time on the play clock for them to at least try to get clear. I, I don't know what they could have done, but they had no more timeouts. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing they could, could have done at that point, you know, from a timeout standpoint, unless, you know, they, they you run and tell the refs, this guy's eligible, not that. I, I mean, I don't know how you do that. 
but but again, uh, it, it was a horrible play by the official, if, if that's the case, just based on what the Lions were saying and what they talked to, especially since they talked to the crew, although they didn't talk to, to, to that certain official before the game about what they planned to do. But again, they were trying to be overly duplicitous. There was no reason. Why, why try to fool the Cowboys? Why try to why send three guys there? I mean, it, just <laughs> do what you normally do. Just, you know, if the play is a play, then, then trying to be duplicitous with the officials and the Cowboys end up tricking the officials. That makes no sense. I agree with that. Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram. Hey, Clarence, let's, let's talk about all, like the actual game True. and what the offense has looked like in your estimation the past couple of weeks. Going back to the Dolphins and what you saw Saturday night, are you comfortable with them two weeks away from the playoffs, what you've seen offensively? I'm comfortable with Dak and CD. And yeah, of course. With Brandon Cooks. You know, and come with Brandon Cooks. You know, the problem is the Cowboys don't have a running game. You know, they, they, their inability to to run the clock and, and yes. run the ball out with four minutes left, of course, if they don't get that bogus tripping call, they, they may run the ball out there. Okay, but we're not, so we can't, we're not allowed to talk about a tripping call, according to you. But, uh, not, not being able to run the ball, uh, is an issue. And, it, and, it, and it's been a problem with Tony Pollard in this running game all season. And it's all on deck. And that's, and that's one thing when people leave out when they talk about uh, the MVP conversation and Dak's numbers. I mean, he's doing this without the benefit of the running game at all. You know, unlike this is Lamar's MVP. But Lamar has the best defense in the league. He has a strong running game. He has a lot of things going on that, 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 that help them win games. You know, offensively, it's Dak and CD, Dak in the passing game. They're going to score points. They're going to do something. It's just all on Dak's back. And, again, you know, it's a shame because the Dolphins game, he, he had a, a MVP-like drive to put them in the lead the fourth quarter. Yes. You know, and, and, and the defense gave it up at the end. And then last night he, he did have a nice drive. Uh, again, touchdown pass to Cooks uh, to put them in the lead. And, 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 you know, then we had all the theatrics, you know, afterwards, you know, couldn't be able, couldn't run out the clock and then the defense and stuff. But, but Dak is playing well. CD is playing well. You have to feel good about what you're saying from those guys. And Tyron Smith is, went healthy. You know, that offensive line holds up. Uh, hopefully, you know, Tyler, Tyler Smith has a uh, plantar fasciata that was actually ripped, which is uh, a good thing. Yeah, and, that's and, crazy. And they, they don't expect him. They, they certainly expect him ready for the playoffs for sure. You know, he may play this week. But uh, no, that you you have to feel good about that offense. What you worry about is the defense again. The, 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 the you know, uh, especially the, the the situational defense, late in game defense. I give them credit for how they handled the run against the Lions team. But 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 my gosh, uh, what, what was that on that final drive? Yeah, it was bad. That is bad. Uh, Clarence, you were talking about it in the, in your last answer with you know the MVP talk and early in the season it was Micah and then it's been Dak. Can can we have an honest conversation? Lamar's probably the MVP of the league, but can we have an honest conversation about how CD may possibly be the MVP not only of the Cowboys but should at least be in the conversation because I've seen Dak when CD is not available to him or when they weren't going to him early in the year, it ain't the same Dak as when he finally got on the same page as CD Lamb. No, it's a good conversation, and, and, and I'll tell you what I tell my Tyreek Hill folks. Okay. <laughs> there, there's an award for you. It's called Offensive Player of the Year. Okay. You I, know, I'm, uh, ju- I'm just fair. saying because I, – I, I hear you. I, I listen, I hear what you're saying, but the same thing that the, but with the Tyreek Hill people, the quarterback – and what he does is so important. 
uh, to the team and, and getting the ball. I mean, CD is having a great year, but he's not jumping over top of people standing on his head making plays. I mean, those balls are right there, most of most of those balls. And, and so he's open and he's tough to cover and all that other stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I think he's in the conversation with Tyreek Hill for Offensive Player of the Year. And he's having a fantastic season, the best season ever by a Cowboys receiver. But but MVP is too far. I'm just saying, just because it's always been a quarterback award in that doesn't mean it's a right. No, I, I hear you, and I, I think there are cases when it's not. I just don't know, again, from what I know about what the Cowboys do and what Dak has to deal with as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and then what you understand, you, you know, dodging, you know, listen, the, the 92 yard is a perfect example, okay? Mm-hmm. Dak has to dodge a blitz. Yes. You know, he, he has to move out the way and make some things happen. A lot of times he makes things happen with his feet to get the ball down the CD. You know, quarterbacks have to deal with so much in the pocket and so much coming at them to get the ball to the right person. I'm, uh, you know, you, you, you can't overlook that and, and the importance of that. And so that's why it's, it's always, it's the most important position on the field. We talk about the atmosphere when Jimmy Johnson screams out, how about them Cowboys players? Was that place rocking? Oh, that place was crazy, and that, that was such a cool moment, it was. such a great moment, such a throwback moment. Just him, him, him having a great speech. Sir, we had the big, you know, powwow before the game, and and we talked to Jimmy and Jerry, and 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 you know they're all kumbaya. Yeah, we never had arguments. We love each other, and you know, I had Jerry <laughs> said it was my fault. Jimmy says. Oh, we both deserve the credit. We did it together. <laughs> it, was, it, it was cool, you know. And and then for that that halftime show, and everybody's out there, and and Jimmy had a great speech, and then to end that speech with that words, and and Mike and Emmett going crazy, and Troy just looking at him with that grin, like those are my guys, you know, because Troy was <laughs> always the stoic one, and they they were always the one that were crazy, and. And for it, it, the, the 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 photos and just the foul, the crowd just went. It was a great moment. It was a great moment for Cowboy fans. You know, maybe the curse is lifted. I I, I don't know. <laughs> it you know, might that, be. maybe that was that was part of the curse. But uh, the Cowboy fans, the fan, you know, it, it put the family back together. It, it, it's like this puts a bow on the '90s. You know, all the stuff nice. they won and and, and putting Jimmy in kind of puts it all together. You can put, you know finally put the '90s to bed. Well said. Back. Back to the actual season and the Cowboys this year, they're kind of in the driver's seat for the number two seed. And talk about kind of the importance of them being in the two seed, what it means to be able to avoid San Francisco until the NFC Championship game and also have home field up until that, knowing their differences between home and road. And the fact that because of this, they'll have something to play for in the final week under McCarthy for what it feels like in his entire time in Dallas. Yeah, great. And that, that, that's a great part of it. You know, and you know, we've been talking to McCarthy every week about, you know, looking around and looking around. He said, no, no, wait till we get to 11 wins. And I've been, I've been kidding with him the last couple of weeks, you know. <laughs> and, and la- you know, after the game, he said, yeah, I'm going to look around. I'm going to watch. You know, games on Saturday, see, see where everybody else, but the Cowboys did a great job of taking care of their own business and not really focus on the Eagles. You, you know, I, it wasn't always pretty, but they got to 11 wins. They got to 11 that looks around and what happens on Sunday? They get the, uh, the gift from Arizona and, and, you know, so much talk the last couple of weeks about, oh, they can't win on the road. They can't do this. They lose the Buffalo. See, we can't believe them. And lo and behold, the Cowboys now are in the driver's seat for the NFC's title, you know, 
Uh, it has been road, no repeat NFC East winners since 2004. Uh, mm. NFC's title, if they win at Washington because they have the conference tiebreaker over the Eagles, and the Eagles have not been playing well, been sending it all season, when, even mm-hmm. when they lost to the Cowboys, it's, it finally has come back to haunt them. Um, and it's important because we, we talked about them not being able to win in a row, but if they win the NFC's title, uh, not only, I mean, now they have the tiebreaker over Detroit, not only get one home game, they'll potentially get two home games, and that's where they play their best football. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and then you, you have a chance to, if you do continue to win, you get San Francisco in the, in the NFC Championship game, or maybe somebody upset San Francisco and right. you get three home games. It does, don't know, you know, again, that's why I take care of your business. Don't worry about, you know, where everybody focus on, yeah, you know, just focus on, on you. Just take care of business and we'll see where we are when it's time to play San Francisco. We'll get to the NFC title game because that game could very well be at home if someone upsets San Francisco. But yeah, it's huge. I mean, so much, you so much talk about, um, winning on the road in the playoffs. Well, the Cowboys organization have not won two home grains since 1975. Okay. And that's when they went in as a wild card team. You know, the, the, that's, you know, that was the, you know, Hail Mary and all that. So they have not won two wild card games in the same playoffs since 1975. All that winning in the 90s, it was because they had home field advantage because they were playing home games. Okay. Home games, you know, uh, that allows you to have success. And that's your best path to the Super Bowl is to win at home. So it was important, uh, that they, you know, yes, they have a lot to play for now against the Washington team. This ain't the Washington team of a year ago. No. Uh, that, that still had some, you know, coach was staying and they had the chaos with, 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 uh, Dan Snyder and they really had something to, to, you know, they wanted to show the Cowboys. Well, this Washington team was imploding. They gave away their two best defensive players, uh, the pass rushers, uh, the, the, the quarterback situation mess. The coach is truly a lame duck. Mm-hmm. The offense coordinator like, is the same lame duck. They, they, it's a mess in Washington and the Cowboys need to focus and, and take care of business and, and put them to sleep so they can keep, uh, sleep on their sleep number beds, I guess, as you want to say like that, like to say sleep, sleep number beds, you know, during the playoffs for sure. He's Clarence Hill Jr. covering the Cowboys and Texas and everything else under the sun for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Clarence, as always, man, I appreciate your time. Get some rest. And the Texas future is bright, man. Don't don't take it too hard. Oh, it's, it's tough because it was right there. And everybody was going to Houston. It was like 80% Texas fans, 20% Washington fans. It was a Texas home game. Everybody's unhappy. Amen. That's Clarence Hill Jr. Appreciate you, my man. Have a good evening. Have a good day. Appreciate your time. Thank you, man. All right, bro. All right.